Apple reported their earnings today and their earnings really weren't that bad in my particular opinion. So let's just go ahead and start off with the highlights. So, you know, Apple reported their earnings and we, we like to pay attention to what the stock does in the aftermarket, specifically after the call. So, you know, whenever a stock reports their earnings results, they typically have a earnings call to where they talk more about the results and they give guidance. And the guidance is what they expect to do moving forward. That That's what we talk about when we talk about guidance. And we look at and it was pretty good. Like it was it was pretty good. So the stock was up 2.39% after hours. So that's good. Specifically for a stock that is as big as Apple is. The stock being up 2.39% after hours, that's pretty good. iPhone. The iPhone had a March quarter record. You know, a, a Q1 isn't isn't Q1 is not the behemoth quarter for Apple. Q4 is that behemoth quarter for Apple because of the holiday sales. And the company had a Q1 March, a quarter quarter record. Now, the reason why you might say that is because Apple was dealing with a lot of supply chain constraints and a lot of issues in Q4 2022 because, because, they had so, because there was so much going on in China. And so what happened was Apple... All of that demand, all of that demand, I believe, bled over into Q1. That That's what I believe. The people still wanted iPhones, okay? At the end of the day, people still wanted iPhones. They just, they just were not able to get them because of the supply chain issues. But what that told me was just because they weren't able to get their iPhone in December, what that told me is that people probably got their iPhone in January. They probably got it in February. They probably got it in March, things of that nature. And so when you look at that, that is how we see the iPhone have a March quarter record. Services, the services business, services reach an all-time high. What are services? Apple TV, Apple TV subscriptions. Um, the the money that that ninety nine cents that you may spend for storage, or that two ninety nine that that you may spend for storage. Um, Apple Fitness Plus, Apple TV Plus, where you watch your baseball games or or you may watch um, your TV shows, you know, th things of that nature. That's the entire services business and also the subscription services, right? The subscription services. Understand what Apple does from a subscription perspective. When, when an app is in an ecosystem, Apple is taking away 33% of revenue from that particular company for every single subscription. And so developers, ecosystems, it's only going to grow. WWDC is right around the corner. WWDC is going to be in June. Apple is going to be talking about the things that they're going to be ro rolling out for developers, right? That is a worldwide developer conference that everybody's go going to be paying attention to and tapped into. Apple is going to have all the eyeballs on them about the particular technology and, 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 the, and the development that's going to be going on. So the company did very, very well from that particular perspective. Now, the company's quarterly revenue was $94.8 billion. That's down 3% year over year. Down 3% year over year. The quarterly earnings were $1.52. That was unchanged year over year. So if you look at that, you may say, why would the stock be up? But the quarterly revenue was down 3% and the earnings were unchanged. Why? Because of what I talked about on yesterday. Remember, y'all. Apple trades on iPhone. 
We already knew that Mac was going to be weak. We already knew that iPad was probably going to be weak because they told us that in the previous quarter. But what was going to be the end-all, be-all was going to be what they did from an iPhone perspective. And Apple killed it in iPhone. And since they killed it in iPhone, that's the reason why you had a particular company that's still up after hours, even though the company declined year over year in terms of revenue. That's why every single stock trades on certain things. They trade on certain metrics. Remember, remember this. If you don't remember anything about Apple, if you want to look at Apple stock price and you want to know whether it's up or down, what did Apple do from an iPhone perspective? That's going to tell you everything that you need to know when you want to look at Apple. There's some other big things that they also talked about too. A $90 billion stock buyback program. That is huge. What is a stock buyback program? Apple is going to be buying back their own shares. They're going to be buying back their own shares. That's going to take shares off of the market, right? That's going to take shares off of the market and that's going to then increase the value of the company, okay? So when you look at that, that was huge to see a $90 billion stock buyback. Google announced a stock buyback as about 70 billion. You know, we've had some good stock buybacks that have been announced in this particular earnings season, but to see the company have that, that's amazing. They also increased the dividend by 4%, which was also good, 24 cents per share. So the company is continuing to just do all of these good things that, that are just going to continue to add value to the company, add value to the company, okay? So let's dig down a little bit into the weeds. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be with you too long. I just want to dig down into the weeds a little bit to kind of let you know what the company did themselves in relation to what Wall Street expected them to do. So EPS earnings per share, that, that's the amount of money that the company earned per share. $1.52 per share versus the $1.43 expected. So they beat there. The revenue was $94.84 billion. Wall Street expected $92.96 billion. So that was better. Gross margin. What is the profit that they're making on their devices and services? $44.3 billion greater than the $44.1 that was expected by Wall Street. So they're continuing to beat from a Wall Street perspective. Now, what I want to tell you is that the company, like I said, the company's total revenue was down 3% year over year. The total net income was $24.16 billion. That's down from $25.01 billion a year prior. So that's kind of what you need to look at from a Wall Street consensus perspective in terms of expectations. Now, what about the, the individual product lines? And when I say individual product lines, what I mean is the what I mean is like segments, the revenue segments. Every single company has certain revenue segments. Hey, Nisha, I appreciate you for joining. I'm glad that you joined right here. So, look at the particular segments that go on. When we talk about businesses, right? Apple has certain segments that they report that they make money from. They make money from iPhone. They make money from MacBooks. They make money from iPads. They make money from other products, which, which are like your wearables. So, so, so your Apple Watches and your services, Apple TV Plus, Fitness Plus, the whole nine. So from a rep, so from an iPhone perspective, they, they did $51.33 billion just on iPhone, greater than the $48.84 billion that Wall Street expected, which is great. 
MAC revenue, $7.17 billion versus the $7.8 that Wall Street expected. So from a Wall Street perspective, MAC revenue was down, right? But again, I'm not mad at the MAC revenue being down because Apple told us the MAC revenue was down iPad revenue, $6.67 billion versus the $6.69 billion that Wall Street expected. Again, they didn't do well on that. But at the same time, Apple told us that they were down. Okay, other products, specifically your wearables, $8.76 billion versus the $8.43 billion. That was better than expected. And from a services perspective, the company had an all-time high, $20.91 billion even though it was lower than what Wall Street was expecting from the 20.97 billion. DV, you are good. I'm not mad at you for being late, my guy. I'm glad that you are still tapped in. I appreciate you coming back. So we look at everything, you know, just to sum up those results, just to sum up those results, Apple did a March quarter record from an iPhone perspective, 51.33 billion. What I was talking about yesterday was the fact that we understand that Mac revenue may be down. I was expecting it to be down. I was expecting the iPad revenue to be down because they told us it was gonna be down. But the thing is, is that every single stock has a particular metric that they trade on. Apple trades on iPhone metrics. Microsoft trades on cloud metrics. Amazon trades on cloud metrics, okay? Google, Google trades on um, ad revenue. Okay. They trade on ad revenue. Yes. Google is a major cloud player, but from a wall street perspective, they trade on cloud revenue. Okay. Meta, we know what meta is trying to do. They trade on advertising revenue. Okay. That's just what they trade on. So when you look at all those things, Apple trades on iPhone, the stock is up 2.39% because they had an all time quarterly record on iPhone. That's why. And so that tells you right there why Apple is a very, very good company, while they're the number one market cap company in America, in the world. That's what we need to understand. Now, you may ask yourself this question. You may say, you know, Devon, they did very, very well. They did very, very well. But should I be buying the stock? You know, the stock has been running. It's been going crazy. I believe the stock is probably up 30% this year. I would say that you should probably wait on a pullback at this particular point because I do believe that the stock is going to pull back. But this is a stock that you need to have some exposure to. Why? Because the company just did $94 billion. So you may say, hey, does, does Apple have any growth left in it? Apple has plenty of growth left in it, okay? They, they have plenty of growth. Let me tell you why. Number one, expansion into developing markets such as India, okay? Apple just opened up a retail store in India. They are trying to invest into those developing markets, okay? India is, is a growing economy. They're also trying to shift their manufacturing over into India because they don't want to have so much exposure in China. China was able to shut them down last year, and that's why, you know, Apple did not do as well in Q4 last year from an iPhone perspective. The demand didn't go anywhere from Q4. All of those iPhone sales just bled over into Q1. So understand the expansion that the company is doing into developing markets across the world. Number two, AR, VR technology with this headset, okay? Understand the headset. Understand the metaverse. Look, 
I'm not a metaverse expert. I'm not here telling you what the metaverse is going to be. But if I just put my investor hat on, the one thing that I can tell you that the metaverse is going to be something. It's going to be something and Apple is going to have the technology and they already have the ecosystem together. So with all that being said, I know that Apple is going to be successful and they're going to make it something. Okay. The Worldwide Developer Conference. The Worldwide Developer Conference is coming up in June. It's going to be very, very important. Here's the deal. People are expecting Apple to release this AR VR headset at that WWDC conference. That's not going to happen, y'all. It's not going to happen. Why? Because everybody would be expecting it. Apple is a company that keeps everything very, very close to the vest. They want to, they want everything to be exclusive. They want everything to be exclusive and they want all of the attention to be on them. Okay. We're in earnings season, right? When earnings come out, earnings typically come out between three o'clock and three or five PM central time. That's when they typically come out. But guess when Apple releases their earnings? Apple releases their earnings at 3.30 p.m. Central Time every single time. Why? Because they don't want to be associated with everybody. They want they want to have that exclusivity. So when you think about it, Apple's going to release their AR v, v, VR headset. Don't worry, they are. They're just not going to release it in June when everybody thinks they are. They're going to release it at some time in the year when nobody is expecting it, and they're going to drop it. They're going to drop it. It's going to be a whole event. And because they want that exclusivity, they want everybody to be around them. You're 100% right, no favors. Apple is one of the most recognizable companies, 100%. Everybody knows Apple. Everybody has these iPhones. Everybody has the iPad. We got the MacBook, you understand? So that's two things you need to understand. Number three, from a growth perspective, the company is a favorite among Generation Z, okay? You had all these different companies I, I think it was, they had Nike. They had, they had all these different companies that, that Gen Zers, you know, like, okay? You need to be investing into companies that the next generation likes, okay? Because they're going to be the ones, because they're the ones that are coming into the workforce. They're the ones that are in the workforce. They're the ones that are going to make everything cool. They're the ones that, that are going to spend the money, okay? That makes me feel good that Gen Z is looking into this company. Even though Apple has been around so long, that tells me they may say, hey, you know what? You know, I, I could get a Samsung. I could get a Samsung Galaxy 23. I could get the S23. Or I could get the iPhone 15. Or I could get the iPhone 14. I, I could get over into this ecosystem. And when you come over into this ecosystem over here, it's going to be very, very different for you. Okay, number four. The technology is still unmatched, okay? Why do I say that? Because the company is developing the capability to measure blood sugar without having to prick a finger, okay? That is going to be on the wearable devices. The Apple Watches are killing the game. They are killing the game, okay, from a wearable, from a wearable perspective. And so if you can measure blood sugar, measure blood glucose, and people that have diabetes do not have to prick their finger, everybody is going to be getting these particular Apple Watches. So from a healthcare perspective, they're gonna be growing from a health perspective. They've got that on lock, that's something else. And then again, and then the last thing I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say services, I'm gonna say subscriptions, and I'm gonna say ecosystem, okay? What do I mean by all that? Apple created an ecosystem. 
based centered around the iPhone. Apple created an ecosystem centered around one device, which is the iPhone, okay? When you have the iPhone, the iPhone is the center and is the center of the ecosystem and is quintessential in terms of everything being around it. When you have the iPhone, then you need to get the Apple Watch to be able to work out and connect to it. Then you need to get you an iPad. So when you're on the go, so when you're on the go, you don't have to bring your MacBook, right? You know, you, you've got Apple Fitness Plus, you've got Apple TV Plus to watch your shows. Um, you know, you, you got your Apple Music. You, Apple puts you into this particular ecosystem. You have your HomePod Mini. You have your HomePod Mini for your smart devices in your home. So many things that they created, the services, the subscription, everything that they got going on. So when you look at Apple, we understand that the company's been around for a long time. We understand the company's made a lot of money. The company has a great balance sheet. The company, but the company, guess what? The company is still growing. And so it's a company you need to be looking into, a company you need to have exposure to,